Hello, welcome back to the podcast, episode 39 of the Hope of Mum and Dad podcast with me, Fez, and... Me, Becky. Uh, so the last episode, we talked about our first... Transfer. No, our, our first transfer, we did the transfer, waited, it was horrible, waited two weeks, and then did a test, turned out it was negative, um, not good. Yeah. And we kind of messed around and did the test of the wrong day and all this stuff, so that was last, uh, that was last episode. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about what happened next and the step to our next yes, part of treatment, basically. What happened next? So what happened next is obviously you have like, I think they call it a withdrawal bleed when it doesn't work, maybe. Right. You have that and then they wait for another period. So I think because it was the beginning of July, I had another one end of July called FYI, them back. FYI, we're jumping in here. We are time traveling a little bit. Lots of crazy stuff yeah. going on this year. So we are getting everyone up to speed with our journey. Uh, but we're not in July now. But I think you but said July so many times people could have a drinking game on this podcast. I know. By you July. saying you say time July. traveling. I, I'm not time July. traveling. Yeah, did I say? Yeah. You said July. I mean, time traveling. So Drink just, again. Yeah. We are basically recapping, catching up, mm-hmm. letting everyone know what's been going on. Um, so if it doesn't make sense, it's probably because one of us has got confused. But yeah, and it's yeah. So just bear hopefully with us. we'll stay in the right time period. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's July 2021, and my first period has arrived after the withdrawal bleed, and I've spoken to the clinic and. Uh, end of the ju- July it is they book us an appointment for the end of August I think it was around the 24th so do they make when you talk to them because I remember after our uh, negative test after the first transfer mm-hmm. we kind of had to just wait around for a while right there was no clear path on like waiting and stuff yeah. they just said you know as we've mentioned before in this whole process there is a lot of waiting around if you're in the nhs i'm sure it's different if you are having private treatment but they call you to make appointments and you have appointments to make other appointments so when i called them to say that i had my next period i think they probably said oh we'll book you in for an appointment so you but called they, them yeah i think so we were just waiting and then you called them yeah I believe so. Right. And then they send you a letter once that's happened. So the letter came through. Our treatment planning appointment would be on the end of August 24th, like I said. Um, And for some strange reason, we had to go to Cardiff for our treatment planning appointment, even though we were patients at Neath, Port Talbot. So that was a bit of an odd one. Well, just to clarify, like before COVID, we would have been at Cardiff for most of it, right? Yeah. And then from COVID, they said, okay, so we're going to do a bunch of stuff at Cardiff and a bunch of stuff at Neath. Mm. So Neath people will come to Cardiff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally. So we got to the 24th. Um, for anyone who's worked out the maths, my periods are quite regular. So we were expecting another period to arrive within the next couple of days of this treatment planning appointment. Um, because it was in Neath, though, obviously the treatment planning appointment is all about what the next steps are, what medication you'll be taking, what the process will be, because this time it was going to be a frozen embryo transfer, which is usually slightly different to a fresh transfer because you don't have to do all the egg collection first. Um, So they talk to you about that, the steps to take, the medication you'll take. And it's quite straightforward and you do it and then straight after they prescribe you with the medication so that you've got it ready for the next period that you start. So theoretically... If it had gone well, we could have done a cycle 
within a couple of days. But because we were at the Cardiff Hospital, do you remember this? We were there and they said, oh, because it's like a Thursday, end of the week, we won't be able to get your notes back to Neath before your period starts. So that was a real pain in the ass. You think with like email and electronic stuff, like why would you need? Yeah, that basically meant that we had to wait another month for the treatment planning. So it was disappointing. Like, I'm sure lots of people can empathize that when you are going through it, you just want to do it there and then they as quickly as you possibly send can. Paper from they when... send your whole notes, like they've got our notes as a big document and they send couriers back and forth every now and again. And they just said that they wouldn't be able to get them back in time. Because I think my period was going to be the next day or the day after. That's so weird. It was really frustrating. Anyway, we came away with our medication. They told us that the treatment would be no injections to prepare for this frozen embryo transfer. Just that I would be taking estrogen and then eventually start taking progesterone. Um, So that was okay. Um, We had a wedding that weekend. And I don't know whether it was the stress of it all, but really unusually, my period was late. So that was even more annoying. We couldn't have started the cycle because they didn't get our notes to Neath. And then because the period was late, anyway, we couldn't start it. But it was a pain in the ass that the period was late because essentially we could have, but they hadn't prepped. Basically, if they know you're going to start at that cycle, Mm -hmm. they book you in because they can work out when your transfer will be. So they book a slot in for your transfer. And then they give you the trigger shot. No, you don't need a trigger shot. No, trigger shot for the egg collection. They book you in because it's a matter of weeks after (coughs) your period starts that you have the transfer, maybe two weeks. So basically, they would have booked me in for two weeks ahead. But because they didn't think they would have got my notes back in time they didn't book us in and then my period was late so I rang them and said any chance we can go for it and they couldn't because they hadn't booked us in so it's just like loads of one thing after another really frustrating it's really um might seem like a minor inconvenience if you're like booking you know phoning a place up to collect 10 pasties but when you're trying to like make a human being and like it's something stupid like a lot of pressure and emotion riding on on these appointments isn't it so i know and i do think there's like a lot of waste in the nhs like there's mm. appointments for appointments and it isn't it's not run amazing it could there's so much more room for improvement grateful for the service and stuff like that but literally send in a courier with notes between two pl- why are we even going to two places in the first place yeah. and like do you know how much a courier costs a lot a lot like yeah. like i don't it's know just, why it's uh, not digital anymore i thought they'd moved away from paper but you think with all the technology that we've got and like think just you just see how this money just being poured away like yeah it's really like sucks. it's it, it's annoying and i i don't know that's not a crit well it is a criticism it could be it could be run more efficiently for sure so um, and then obviously when it comes to us like i think they you know, it's really annoying though when you like you've had a failed transfer, you've waited five years ish or three or whatever, like years. Four and a half years, yeah. Four by and a half this years, time. and then you're about to do your transfer, and then you can't because of COVID. Nothing we can do about that. But now we're on the books and we're getting going. Let's get this done. Like, yeah. and you could have done that attempt then, but no, like it's just yeah. frustrating. And I don't, I don't even care. I think we're within our rights to be annoyed about all these like. <sighs> weird things and, yeah. and another weird thing that annoyed me is like sometimes i wasn't allowed in but sometimes i was yeah and it, it doesn't make any difference because you're on site there's other people in there 
Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, one, like you can go in one day and fill out some paperwork. And go back the next day and not be allowed in. Uh, yeah. yeah. For, for something that's actually more... Meaningful. Meaningful and probably better than I am there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pain. And, and then I think about it, you know, the couriers, how many... They're couriering, like, notes between two places like daily or every other day that courier has other work too how many buildings does that guy go into i don't or know woman or whatever like this and then so i can't even be there for my own potential child stuff yeah but a guy delivering some coffee or pens can it's nuts it like, is a bonkers so we were really frustrated pissed off cheesed off whatever you want to call cheese. it cheesed off and it would have been really good to just get it in in august because as a teacher i was going back to school obviously with covid the risks of catching covid and everything were higher and lo and behold i was back in school for two weeks i think they said don't worry your periods come late but we'll start the next we'll start the next cycle which would have been end of september after two weeks of being in school maybe three weeks i think i might have burped on the mic back (laughs) (laughs) sexy so after two or three weeks of being in school i then um caught covid and then because i caught covid fuzz caught covid and this was literally a few days before my period was about to start maybe five days before and this was when you had to isolate for 10 days so i just had to call them up and say i've got covid we need to cancel this cycle so that was joy's if we did it like they did it though you should have said hi can i make an appointment with you for tomorrow and then make the appointment and then at the appointment say I need to tell you something. Uh, it's important that you answer the appointment tomorrow and then go to that appointment and then <laughs> say, oh yeah, I got By COVID. By the way, I've got COVID, can't do it. And just yeah. be like, same these. So that was really shitty. shitty. And um, we were quite poorly with COVID then, weren't we? In nah, we weren't that bad. I was quite poorly. Nah. It wasn't fun. Yeah, but you weren't like, you weren't on a... You gotta I be wasn't care- hospitalized. Oh, yeah, you got to be careful when you say stuff about that because like, if you say, oh, it wasn't fun, people think like... You're like, can't breathe, crawling around on the floor. No, but flu is not good. And that's what it was like for me. I don't think you were that bad. Well, you don't know because you weren't with me. I stayed away from you properly for, well, until you caught it. True. Hmm. You literally didn't spend any time with me. So I tried I, and you were like, get out. Yeah, exactly. Because I felt so shit. Like, I couldn't get sleep. Get out my bed. And I was like, what? Yeah. You didn't nurse me or anything. I did. No, you didn't. I chucked some bacon rashes and... No, you didn't. I did. I just chucked food at you and just no, ran. No, you didn't. I did want to spend time with you as well and you didn't want yeah, me to. Yeah, because I didn't want you to get it because I felt like shit. And then I didn't sleep well. I was fine. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. Then I did. Yeah. So that was fun. Yep. So we both had it and that was like the highlight of our autumn. Woo-woo. Um, but I guess it's good to get it out of the way. Um, so yeah, another cycle opportunity blown oh well oh well yeah so basically uh the next thing was we had to follow up with a call with a consultant at the clinic and this was just to check that i'm not even joking now but did we have an appointment for that like to make the appointment for that no it was just a phone call and then it was a video call with the but i'm sure there was an appointment to set up the appointment I'm sure, like... I think that's happened before, but I don't think it happened this time. Anyway, this was just, like, basically... For the consultant said, well, we can go ahead with your next cycle if you're well enough. Like, 
post-COVID if you're healthy. You're like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) I could have been like on death's door and I would have said I was fine. Like, I'm fine, honestly. Yeah. And obviously um, family were concerned, like, make sure you're going to be okay and healthy and stuff. Like, you don't want to like rush into it. So you stopped running your regular 10K a day. Yeah. And all your, you were doing like, you know, somersaults before breakfast and all that. You cut all that out, didn't you? I cut it all out, all the healthy stuff. No. Um, I I was just determined to carry on. I mean, I did have doubts at some points, but um, that was that. And so she said we would be able to start with my next cycle. So I was expecting we'd hear from the clinic again. She said that she would pass on the details to the nurses and whoever makes the appointments. Make an appointment and then, for an appointment. Yeah. yeah. And then after two weeks, we still hadn't heard anything. So I think I phoned up the clinic then and was like, okay hey um, my period's gonna start in two weeks I've got my medicine to like start this frozen embryo transfer protocol um what's the deal and they were like oh right well that's not really how it works and I was like well the consultant told me that we can go with my next cycle and they were like just to jump in as well we've had a phone we've had a message left for us on my phone number from the clinic saying oh hi Suzanne or hi Rhiannon like for another person telling them Oh, yeah, you need to do... And I phoned her back and I said, "Uh, I got a message from you, but I'm not Rhiannon and... Or wherever, I can't remember the name. Hmm. I think it was a Welsh, I don't know, but yeah. And I was just like, so... And they were like, okay, no reason. I was like, well, I just... Do you want to, like... Do you want me to remember the name or go back into the message and listen to it properly? Because if you've given me that message, then that person hasn't got it. Yeah. I wonder if that's what happened to us. No, they're basically the consultant, the clinic manager told me that the consultant shouldn't have told us that we can go with our next cycle because there's like a process and an order and the consultant spoke out of term and told us that we could go with our next cycle, but she shouldn't have said that. And she Mm. said she was going to speak to her about it. But basically I was like, this isn't okay. This is like one of the only times I've advocated for myself medically and been like, it's not okay for us to be told that we can do it when we've been waiting this long. We couldn't do it in August because you couldn't get a courier to move quick enough. You couldn't couldn't move paper. We couldn't do it in September because we got COVID. And now you're telling me we can't do it when a consultant told us we could because of, I don't know. They don't like it. Because of what? Organization? If If you complain, they generally say like, they go down the hall you're rude you shouldn't do that yeah but you can't write like people have got expectations it's a lot of emotional stuff going on with people you know especially waiting four years yeah so i was really adamant i was like look my period is starting in two weeks and i've got the medication and i'm going to start taking it so you need to book me an appointment and basically they did (laughs) thankfully Mm. um so that was all good um and we were all excited and ready to start going um You'd slowed down on your weddings, generally. Yeah, you the would... whole thing was mega stressful because, like, I we got COVID and I was like, I was like, don't get COVID, don't get COVID, don't get... If I get COVID when I'm meant to have a wedding, then I've got a problem. Yeah. So I literally wrap myself up in cotton wool, like, do tests, like, don't do anything whiskey. I even cut back on my fitness. Don't do anything whiskey. Risky. <laughs> whiskey. Risky. And I do, I cut back on my training because I do a lot of training for like my triathlon stuff I'm running you know I could be running 30-40k a week and riding a bike for more and that what I've learned is like I've if I've got like stuff on I need to roll back on the training 
Yeah. But then it makes you really anxious because you're like, shit, how am I going to like run? How am mm-hmm. I going to ride 180 kilometers and then do a marathon if I am done this training? And round and round and round we go. <laughs> so. More things get in the way. It was horrible. It was just a really stressful season. Can't enjoy anything. Can't go anywhere. Just constantly worried about getting COVID. Got COVID. Just waiting, waiting for everything to happen. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. And so fun. we had two weeks of being like, cool, we're going to do this. We'll have our frozen embryo transfer soon. Yay. Um, and then my period came and it was like the worst period I've ever had in my life. It was yeah, really stressful. We were, um, I had a couple of really heavy periods this year. And I think some of them were, well, you said, do you think it's to do with the medication but i don't it might just be hormones, my thyroid yeah, like, stuff yeah but your hormones are all out of whack or to do with the covid vaccine i'm not really it's sure a, it's anyway a theory that could be true i don't know i started like one sometime in the day called the clinic it well i started before 12 o'clock and called the clinic and said it's cycle day one this is what's happening so that's what happened and then we went to morrison's that evening to the supermarket and I'd just been to the toilet and sewed myself out. And then we were walking down the vegetable aisle and we had to turn around and come home because I'd had an accident everywhere. It was like awful, mm. really bad. Um, I'm sure lots of women have had that situation before. Lots of people who menstruate have had that before. Um, women? Yeah, but not all people who menstruate are women. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Anyway, um yeah so that was horrific i mean really bad i was crying about it because it wasn't nice it's probably commonplace for some people every month but for me it's not common and it was horrible um and basically i ended up calling the doctor it was so bad in the morning and they put me through to a nurse and they were like oh if it carries on getting bad you'll just have to go to a and e so we were panicky you had a wedding to go to so you didn't want to leave me I couldn't go to work because it was just unmanageable. And um, the nurse was willing to prescribe me something, but I didn't want to take anything that would affect the medication that I'd started the night before because because of the frozen embryo transfer. So mm. it's a lot of messing around, calling the clinic. Nothing was straightforward. Nothing was easy about getting starting the cycle, was it? No. It was they should um, have like stressful. A sort of, they should have a frequently asked questions or something, and then you, or like a web page, and you just type in because that's I guarantee you that's probably happened to someone else. Yeah, you just put it on a thing, and you go, "What do I do with this?" And it's if you are bleeding and you're offered these drugs, yeah, it's okay because I think it was okay, but we weren't sure. Yeah, basically, after a lot of faffing around and messing around. I called the doctor back again and the nurse called me in to have my blood pressure taken. The clinic um, called me back and said it would be fine to take the transexamic acid is what she was going to prescribe me. It wouldn't affect the medication. So I went in to have my blood pressure checked and she did a few other vital things um, and then prescribed me the medication and um, took a full blood count as well. Um and after taking a couple of the tablets, it slowed down completely. But then while you weren't here, I had like a funny turn on them where mm. they made me really dizzy. And one of my friends had come around to walk the dog and check in on me. Um, and I said, oh, I've I've left the door unlocked and I'm on the couch just to let you know because I feel like I'm going to collapse. <laughs> and she was like, OK, I'll be home soon. <laughs> um and that was nice. It was like a really wobbly few days. I think it made me anemic. I'd lost that much blood. So I was put on iron tablets and yeah, just really wiped out. 
So that was a bit worrying because obviously I carried on taking the medication for the frozen embryo transfer. My body had just been through this huge purge and I was just a bit like under the weather in general. So I think I was just a bit negative and thinking like, ah, what is going to happen? Is it going to work? My body seems to be under a lot of stress and what have you. So It's not like what you picture as the ideal situation, no, is it? I wasn't like in a super healthy place to start it, but we'd started it. It just happened to be that my cycle, my period was what caused me to not feel healthy. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we had the stress of just waiting for a few days because you have to do PCR tests throughout your <sighs> transfers. So we had to go in for a PCR test on the 5th of November. So you're just like, if this comes back positive, all gone. Yeah. It's so stressful. Yeah. Um, but at that point, Omicron wasn't around. So I guess we thought we were quite safe because we just had it. Oh, yeah, I guess. You know. I guess one of the things you were worried about when we went to the clinic and you talked to them a lot about it a lot. At that time, the advice was if you'd had COVID, not to take lateral flow tests for 90 days because it yeah, would come up yeah, positive. Yeah. So you were like, what's the point? What's the point in doing this PCR test? Because it's going to come up positive. And then they explain to you, they can tell whether it's um, an active COVID virus or something. That's bullshit, to be honest. The yeah. food, they just said... The, no, they're probably just trying to shut you up and be like, yeah, yeah but hurry then, up and get you out. Can take, <laughs> you can take thousands of pounds off someone for... Like, if you've had... The advice was... Yeah. Well, they're not taking money off us, so... No, not money. No, I mean, if it was private, it'd be different because you're paying for it. I meant... No. So, basically, if you tested positive then your cycle would be gone wouldn't it yeah and if you were paying for it which we're not but well it's still worth money still costing them money yeah i don't if that happened in a private cycle we'll have to ask someone anyone who's going through this or have been through us please let us know i think they wouldn't charge you for the treatment they you just paid for your medication because you haven't had any appointments so far yeah but i mean the the people's time and everything you know just because it nothing got done doesn't mean it has it's a whole emotional money yeah so no but what i mean is like they they go in they say to us take this test and you say that test is going to come back positive i know it is because they tell us we've had covid and they go oh just do it anyway and then you're like yeah but then all the appointments we've just had that We're cost have money, to have again. they cost money. Yeah. Even though we don't pay, they cost money. Yeah. Are wasted. Yeah. You've just wasted your own money by yeah. making us do a test you know is going to come back positive. Mm. And you just wait. Yeah. Luckily, though, it came back negative and we were fine to continue. So I took it easy for a few days, ate lots of fruit and vegetables, lots of red meat, and um, just tried to chill out a lot, really. Um, that was it. That was the stressful few months that we went through after already having a shitty for summer. Getting ready for our second, yeah. last egg yeah to so use last the one. final egg and i mean if this didn't work we got one more round yeah which we're super grateful for yeah but yeah so one more round left after this and like this is what i was saying to you and i had a conversation with um did you someone... say if it didn't work then at least there's more chance of getting yeah um, yeah. siblings yeah that's what i was about to say i had a conversation with someone i know who's had ivf and we were like you kind of don't you want it to work but you don't want it to work because and i was like if it works no, then it's was, good because you've got a baby but yeah you've got no siblings in the yeah, freezer but like 
tough. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're lucky to be at this point. I think that's when you start, that starts getting a little bit, like, much. <laughs> like, it does. It's like, we can't, we couldn't afford IVF. No. Privately. So, and we're lucky to have it on the NHS. Mm-hmm. So, one is amazing. Yeah. No quibbles, no questions, nothing. Yeah. Awesome. But I, I get what you mean. Yeah. But I've, I can't let myself do that. Yeah. Like, I've got to be just like, no. And, like, just for anyone who doesn't, still fully understand the IVF thing one round with the NHS usually entails entails your egg collection and all of your transfers fresh or frozen so this was still our one round but like Fuzz said um we still have another round to try and um this was just our last chance in that in that first cycle so there'd be no more in the freezer and if it didn't work then we start the whole process again, basically. Yeah, but it's not. If it didn't work, if it doesn't or didn't work or whatever, then we've got another round, so... Yeah. Like... Talking in the past tense, because it's... Well, was it? November. Feels like forever ago now. Mm. So I think... Are we leaving it there for the next episode? Yeah. This is it. Our riveting episodes at the moment. Catching you up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, episode what? 37? That was 39. So, 39. Woo-woo. So, we've had our first one. Didn't work out. Had all that. Lots of waiting around. Horrible. Mm -hmm. Getting ready for our second one. Got loads of COVID. Got loads of COVID. Got loads of it. Both of us got COVID. Then we yeah. had to wait and there's all the miscommunication and stuff. Then we're finally... Starting taking medication for our frozen transfer. Yeah. Hooray. So, yeah, make sure you um, follow Tune along for them. Tune in to find out how it goes. Yeah, we're getting quite... You know, we just want to get everyone up to speed with where we are right now. So, we, I think we got, like, maybe two more episodes. Yeah. Two more episodes after this and then we'll be in real time. Real time. Pew, pew. Um, Again, we really appreciate everyone getting in touch. Um, if you want to drop us a line anonymously or as yourself, wherever, we get it. Some people want to keep things private and stuff. But if you want to just reach out and speak to us, Becky's on the socials, on Instagram. You can check us out there at Hope and Mum and Dad. Uh, we want to hear from you if you want to come on. We <clears throat> we need to get some more guests on. It's been a while since we've done any guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you want to talk about your journey and your stuff and what's been going on, drop us a line. Instagram is probably the best way to do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're on YouTube as well. So if you're listening and you haven't watched us, then you can watch us on YouTube. And if you are, you know, and it's you can obviously get it wherever you can get it wherever you get podcasts on YouTube and follow us on the Instagram account. So yeah, we'll leave it there, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we'll catch up for the next episode soon. So have a great day. Yeah, thanks again, guys. Bye.